Are you ready for the end of the world? Hopefully so. Hopefully that song got you ready. This is Your Community Spirit, a show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy, and therefore wealthy, to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is your community spirit. Uh, you're on WDBX 91.1 FM, community radio for Southern Illinois. My name is Tree Song. I will be your host for today. Uh, our, my fellow host, uh, Orbeck, is still off on international adventures. He's quite the jet setter. Well, usually he's off somewhere in the Midwest doing solar stuff, but now he's even further away. But we'll be holding down the fort in the meantime with our usual smattering of uh, holidays and news and happenings and any other excitement that people have sent our way. So we'll get started with um, a little bit of the holidays. But first, that song, if you're not familiar with it, was It's the End of the World as We Know It uh, by R.E.M. Uh, for a while, it was actually the theme song of this show. Uh, but then it's it sort of drifted away and we got more creative in our music choices. <laughs> well, I thought I'd bring back a blast from the past. Uh, so we've got... Got lots of good stuff coming up. First, I'll get you a little bit more snippet of music, and then we'll get on to the day's events. then let's see what we have for today we'll get started with the holidays today is the eighth day of the year there are 357 days left in the year so most of 2010 is still ahead of us as you may have surmised by the fact that we just had new year's day <laughs> all right so holidays this week uh holidays for today one is national joy germ day that's joy germ now, I wasn't familiar with what a joy germ was, but apparently it's that infectious bug when you're happy and joyful and you spread it to all the people all around you. So uh, I'm in a pretty good mood today, uh, so I'm happy to spread National Joy Germ Day, infecting people with joy over the radio waves. Uh, today is also, this is a good coincidence because this is a fun activity, today is show and tell day at work. Some of you may remember uh, going to school and doing show and tell. I actually don't don't know if we ever did show and tell. We probably did at some point. But uh, if you missed that tradition, now is your chance to do it at work. Of course, if you work in a context where they won't be too happy with such things, you may want to consider how exactly you do this. You know, do it at break time, that sort of thing. But show and tell day at work should be fun for everyone. It's also the birthday of Elvis Presley. 
the singer, performer, uh, legendary icon. Let's see, and it's also in Greece, it's Midwife's Day and Women's Day. So very important celebrating the role of women and the role of midwives. All right, coming up on Saturday, uh, that's tomorrow, we have the birthday of President Richard M. Nixon, a day that some feel is best left forgotten, <laughs> but others celebrate. So, birthday of President Richard M. Nixon. Coming up on Sunday, we have National Cut Your Energy Cost Days. Uh, that's one of those days that ideally you celebrate year-round. However, if you haven't done so yet for the new year, and you've got your New Year's resolution to be more energy efficient, then this Sunday is a good day to start getting on top of that. It's also the anniversary of the Women's Suffrage Amendment. Coming up on Monday, we have National Clean Off Your Desk Day. Ah, that's a day so many of us could need. Uh, now, we'll see. I, I might actually have my desk clean by Monday, but if not, this will be the day to do it. It's also the anniversary of the designated hitter rule for all of you baseball fans out there who love or hate the designated hitter rule. It's the birthday of Alexander Hamilton. It's the coming of age day in Japan. And Monday is also Plow Monday, start of agricultural activities in, uh, in the UK. So coming up on Tuesday, it's the birthday of Howard Stern, the radio TV personality. Now, we do not carry Howard Stern's broadcast here on WDBX, but a lot of people may know him for his controversial uh, radio hijinks. Tuesday is also the anniversary of the first woman senator elected. Very momentous occasion. It's also the anniversary of the Batman TV show premiere. Um, I, I might call that more of an infamous occasion. <laughs> Coming up next Wednesday, the 13th of January, it's the old New Year's Eve in Russia. And it's also Tyvin the Dagen. It's a day of transition. It's 20 days after Christmas. It's a holiday in Norway. Transitioning from the whole Yuletide season into the, I wouldn't quite call it spring yet, but the, the approach of spring. <laughs> and coming up next Thursday, the 14th of January, is Ratification Day. Uh, the U.S. Uh, ends the war with the British and becomes its own nation. So it's exciting stuff. And now it's time for some of our community happenings. First one, we have uh, big issues on the big screen at the Big Muddy IMC. Um, they, they have their films on Friday nights at 7 p.m. Uh, the film this week is still to be announced because I've dropped the ball and have not actively uh, 
sort out that information. And they didn't send out the email yet because they're going through a period of transition with these films. They're actually going to be having the films at a new location. Uh, the Big Muddy IMC's meeting space is currently undergoing major renovations. As some of you may know, if you've seen the space recently, it gets a little chilly in there and got a few uh, construction issues they're working on. So until those renovations are complete, they will be holding the Film Friday series at the Gaia House, uh, 913 South Illinois Avenue. So it's exciting news. Uh, two, two great community forces uh, joining together for film showings. IMC is also working on a new website, which isn't up yet, but it's also exciting news that will be out in the near future. And speaking of exciting local happenings, I caught wind of this recently. It's uh, an event coming up. It's called Local Foods, Protecting Our Food for Southern Illinois. This is coming up next Thursday, January 14th at 7.30 p.m. It will be at the Carbondale Township office. That's located at 217 East Main in Carbondale. Find out why local foods are important for our health and our environment, and what is being done in southern Illinois to foster and promote expansion of our local foods. Dana Connor and Jerry Bradley, founders of FoodWorks, will also tell us about the current projects of the organization and what their vision is for the future of local foods in our area. FoodWorks' mission is local, sustainable food systems development for southern Illinois. For more information, you can go to eatsouthernillinois.blogspot.com and that's an exciting event I know Dana and Jerry and the good work they've been doing over there at FoodWorks so it'll be good to get an update and in addition to the meeting itself they are also going to be having dinner together before the event they'll be having dinner at Long Branch at 5.30pm Long Branch is located at 100 East Jackson Street in Carbondale so at Thursday at 5.30pm They'll be having dinner in preparation for uh, for the local foods event. And, you know, it's exciting to have a, a locally owned business which has some local foods having their dinner there.
All right, so another happening. This is a ongoing happening. It's from the IDNR and Carbondale. Uh, their programs to recycle Christmas trees. People who want to recycle their Christmas trees have a variety of options for keeping them out of the landfills. The Illinois Department of Natural Resources will accept trees through February 27, 2010, and sink them into area lakes to provide fish habitat. That's a pretty interesting and creative solution for what to do with them. You can drop off trees at the IDNR district office just south of Illinois 148 and Old Route 13, west of Marion. You can also volunteer to help the uh, IDNR sink the trees after the collection is complete and the trees are bundled. Contact the IDNR for more information at 618-993-7094. The City of Carbondale is also recycling trees by chipping them into mulch. So if you're in the City of Carbondale, that's available to you. Service will run from January 4th through 29th. Leave the tree by your curb with your regular trash on your regular trash day or contact the city maintenance department at 618-457-3275 for drop-off locations. So if you still got a Christmas tree, holiday tree sitting around, that's of an all-natural nature. You don't want to do this with the plastic ones. <laughs> but that's an opportunity for what to do with it uh, so that it doesn't end up in a landfill. Those are the happenings for this week. If you have any other happenings to send our way for future episodes of Your Community Spirit, you can send them my way. My email address is treesong at treesong.org. You can also send them to the main uh, radio show address for us, which is managed by Orbeck. The address is info at yourcommunityspirit.org. And he did forward something to me this week, so he's still getting stuff our way, even though he's out of town. So that, that applies to happenings, it applies to holidays, it also applies to news. And now we're going to get into some of the news. Uh, our first story for today, Smogisboard. EPA gets tough on smog. And I really love those puns provided to us by grist.org. <laughs> the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, on Thursday, proposed tougher standards for how much smog can be in the air, a move the agency said would save money and protect health, especially in children. Quote, EPA is stepping up to protect Americans from one of the most persistent and widespread pollutants we face. Smog in the air we breathe poses a very serious health threat, especially to children and individuals suffering from asthma and lung disease. EPA Administrator Lisa Jackson said in a statement, quote, it dirties our air, clouds our cities, and drives up our health care costs across the country. The new standards would replace those set by the previous administration, which many believe were not protective enough of human health, the EPA said. So, uh, that's pretty exciting stuff. Smog is a serious issue, uh, both because I do know many of those uh, children and people with asthma and human beings in general who all need to breathe, and all the other creatures who need to as well. So, good to hear they're doing something about smog.
And in other news, we have electric car news. Electric car think to be assembled in the U.S. in 2011. Now, you know, I try not to emphasize too much on any one particular electric car that is coming out, but the, the idea in general, I think, is exciting. So whenever we catch any news about electric vehicles, I try to pass it on. Think, an electric car maker based in Norway will assemble its vehicles in the United States next year and hopes to roll out more than 20,000 units a year, the Wall Street Journal said on Tuesday, quoting the group's chief executive. Uh, Think, which will receive local and state incentives for this program, is expected to invest $43.5 million to modernize an assembly plant in Elkhart, Indiana, the Wall Street Journal said. Several U.S. states have been in competition for the investment. The newspaper reported that the project was to be officially announced in Indiana on Tuesday. The plant would have an assembly capacity of more than 20,000 cars a year, but production would be in the low thousands in 2011, Chief Executive Richard Canney said. The Think City, a small plastic vehicle that seats two adults and two children, is expected to sell for around $30,000 after a tax rebate of some $7,500, the Wall Street Journal said. So that's pretty interesting stuff. Electric vehicles. Uh, it's always good to hear about these stories. Um, I, I think that, well, I was reading recently that uh, something about a third of our emissions as a nation are related to purely transportation. So anything that can be done to reduce that carbon footprint is a good thing. As long as it doesn't create other more serious issues in the process. Now, here's one that should be in the no-brainer news, but it's very important that they're finding out this information. Scientists call for halt in mountaintop removal mining permits. Science confirms that blowing up mountains, well, it harms mountains. Fancy that. Let's say you trundle a bunch of enormous industrial equipment into North America's oldest mountains, an intact temperate ecosystem boasting rich biodiversity, including a number of endangered species. Let's say you do this, and you clear-cut the forests, blow millions of tons off the top of the mountains, dump the rubble into the pristine streams below, and carry out the coal you find on enormous trucks at high speeds on narrow roads through some of America's oldest communities. Now, just as a layperson, let's get your perspective on this. Do you think that that would cause any ecological harm or human damage? Hmm, I don't know, it's hard to say. Maybe we should do some research into this. Well, it might seem obvious, but as the media will tell you, quote, opinions on shape of the earth differ. (laughs) That's a good quote. So it's helpful that a group of scientists has come along to assess the existing body of research on the subject. Now, I'm glad to see more news on this issue because uh, I've long described this whole mountaintop removal thing as a Lex Luthor scheme. Uh, If you're not familiar in the first Superman movie, Lex Luthor decided he wanted to get valuable real estate. And his plan for doing this was to buy real estate in the middle of the desert in, uh, like, somewhere in eastern California or Nevada and then just blow up California and drop it off into the ocean. And then he'd have beachfront property. Brilliant scheme, right? 
Well, they have a similar scheme going on in Appalachia, where they see all these beautiful mountains, all that coal is in there, but it's kind of hard to get out. Slow, labor-intensive process. They decide, well, we'll just blow up the top of the mountain. That'll work. So this is not science fiction. This has actually been going on, and now science has been analyzing the impacts. So what does the journal Science say? Yes, blowing up mountains causes environmental health and damage. Environmental damage and health damage. Who would have thunk it? In fact, the evidence is so clear that the scientists have taken the extraordinary further step of calling for an immediate moratorium on mountaintop removal permits. The information is contained in a new paper being published today in the journal, Sci- in the journal Science. It's an article titled Mountaintop Mining Consequences. Now here's just a snippet from their press release. Based on a comprehensive analysis of the latest scientific findings and new data, a group of the nation's leading environmental scientists are calling on the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency and the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to stay all new mountaintop mining permits. In the January 8 edition of the journal Science, they argue that peer-reviewed research unequivocally documents irreversible environmental impacts from this form of mining, which also exposes local residents to higher risk of serious health problems. Now, that's pretty pretty strongly worded and bold statements coming from that particular journal. You know, uh, scientists in general and the science journal don't just randomly fly off and say, change social policy immediately. But there's some pretty convincing research on the topic that blowing up the top of a mountain and pushing it into a stream does in fact have environmental and health consequences. So some of us got that, the word on that story a while ago, but it's good to know that uh, more people are getting it and might be doing something about it. And it looks like that's about all the time we have today for you, Community Spirit. Did want to mon- mention another headline that we didn't have time to get to. All roads lead to green. Transportation bill could produce environmental and job benefits in 2010. So there's transportation bill coming up that could have environmental impacts that we'll have more news on in future shows. In the meantime, uh, my name is Treesong. My email address is treesong at treesong.org and Sunday news and happenings my way. Hopefully this episode has been uh, as exciting and informative to you as it has been to me. Uh, it's a little chilly out there, so be sure to bundle up. Um, I, it's about 9 degrees out, so I was sure to wear face coverings and such to be sure I still had a nose when I reached the radio station. So if you're going out there, be sure to do the same. Uh, stay warm, stay happy, and we'll see you here next week on the radio.